0: hello everyone welcome to you me them everybody my name is brandon weatherby this episode with joe mcadam is about dusty hill the longtime bassist of zz top he passed away earlier this week and zz top is one of the best bands of all time joe and i have talked about zz top on this show multiple times and this seemed like a very good time to talk about zz top we have been doing this show for 13 years there are over 800 900 episodes on the podcast feed Listen to it on you, me, them, everybody.com or on iTunes or on Spotify. We have a Patreon account. If you can donate, please consider donating. We have updated the tiers. So even if you are a patron, you might want to look and you can see exactly where your money is going. And we think that that's helpful. Our last two live shows, our first two live shows of 2021, one in Chicago and one in D.C. are now available in the podcast feed. I had a blast doing both of them. Uh, hopefully, we're able to do more this year. But uh, let's see what this variant looks like. Here's uh, Joe McAdam and I on Dusty Hill, ZZ Top, and a few other things. We've talked about ZZ Top before,
1: and it's yeah, it's kind of a special topic. Is
0: it a special topic?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love ZZ Top. I, I'm a, I've always been a huge fan. I uh, they I love the music. I like the fact that they're weird. They're a, one of the weirder bands. Um, Ever people like people like to say that some bands are weird, but they're always forgetting ZZ Top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, really quick, why are they weird?
1: Um, okay, would they went on a tour where they just had a bunch of animals on tour with for them? years? Yeah, that that's insane. That's why why why'd you do that? Dude, that's a good the, point. the the beard the beard thing is hilarious. That's the uh, the fact that they. Did not plan that at all. Mm-hmm. They took a hiatus and then came back with the beards completely independently on a- accident. That's the funniest thing. That like the, you couldn't manufacture a better beard story than that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and the the dusty working at the airport is funny. Their whole aesthetic—the the spinning fuzzy guitars, the the hot rods—every that's all weird stuff. Yeah, I think it's because... they were they were like horny out of their minds, like in their forties. There was like their horniest period was when they were like forty and weird looking. That's crazy. They're There's not like young odd. studs and like yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I never think of them as weird. I just think of them as comfortable. More so than maybe any other band, even though having a giant beard for like 40 years is not a comfortable thing to do. I mean, probably itchy in the summer. <laughs> I just maybe it's, you get a little, yeah. I think it's the longevity and it's the fact that they're a trio makes me think that they're the most normal band.
1: I, it, I, listen, there's I guess there's two ways of looking at this, but I, I'm sticking
0: with my side. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen them?
1: I never got to see them. I feel like a real, like a real idiot.
0: I was lucky enough to see them at um, one of those giant music festivals, like random acts, like I like they were between Nas and M eighty three, like that kind of music festival. And oh yeah, yeah, it was great because I had a photo pass, so I was literally on stage, and that's today's feature and recommend if you like. It's it's my photo I took of them like five feet away, and. So, it's so nice to see a professional band every once in a while. You kind of forget like what separates a quality act that's been doing something for this many decades for a good reason. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. The kids these days with the <laughs> the, the, com- the computers and the whatever. Yeah, no, I get you.
0: But I, I felt the same way when I saw you too, just like, Oh, even if you don't like you too, like these are professionals. I happen to love ZZ top at Fandango is actually the first record I ever owned. And it's sort of a perfect ZZ Top Story to me, obviously, because I got it at a garage sale from somebody that didn't want it anymore, and it's from, I think, 73, and it's got Tush on it, and I want to say it's got Jesus Left Chicago on it, and it like sort of introduced me to these guys when I was like 12 years old, and they were never my favorite band, but I could hear their influence in, in most of my favorite bands.
1: Yeah. And also Tush Rocks. That's oh, a fun yeah. I I think that one was I maybe the first ZZ Top song I got into because it was on the um uh the soundtrack for Days and Confused.
0: Oh cool. So you got and into And so that was them, like
1: all right, that's a that's a rocker. I love it.
0: So you got into them roughly at the same time as me probably like when you were 10, 11, 12 years old.
1: Yeah, they're a good like little little boy band, too, yeah. you know. And it's, um it's especially both You're a little got... boy after the
0: 80s. <laughs> it's it's weird that we both got into like the first wave of ZZ Top and not the hyper popular mid-80s second wave of ZZ Top.
1: The legs and the cheap sunglasses era, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think Cheap Sunglasses might be their best song, actually. Uh they're all like I don't know, like Sharp Dressed Man, that song kicks ass too. They're all
1: great. They're I really love great. every era. Every the 90s era of ZZ Top is fun. Like that's and uh yeah, I love it all. I, I was just I listened to the entire '80s era yesterday. Mm-hmm. I listened to all their '80s albums, and that's the horniest music I've ever heard. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like yeah. I, the lyrics from uh, is it the, the song "Decision or Collision"? Have you heard that one?
0: I think I need to just, tweet.
1: I tweeted the lyrics to the song and a few other ones yesterday, but they're like they're just graphic disgusting (laughs) and also the 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 extra layer of why it's so alarmingly horny is because of how weird looking they are (laughs) like there's there's a song that they do called i got the six which is uh the lyric goes i got the six uh like you bring the nine or something and it's and you can only think about 69ing with a man with the weirdest beard you've ever seen and of course you're putting him on top like what
0: it's it's disgusting <sighs> what a great band what a great great band
1: yeah they rule love the band absolutely love them
0: the best so before i went with today's feature I actually asked you like for permission to write about the airport story because I know we've talked about this and what about the, the Dusty Hill working in an airport after selling millions of records touring with the Rolling Stones yeah works in an airport for a few months in Texas with his birth name Joe on his shirt and claims no one knows who he is I don't believe all of that story I believe that some of that happened but I don't care does that make sense
1: but like, why? What what kind of rock and roll story is that? Yeah, why? Where you have to lie?
0: Well, uh, there's no fact. Like, what's? He, <laughs> we've talked. Like about he, the, the only thing that he could be hiding
1: would be that a guy goes, "Oh shit, are you in ZZ Top?" And he goes, "Yeah." And that's it. Well, like, now it's like hiding? now you pay
0: all, Now you pay for all the drinks. Now we're gonna treat you differently. The whole premise of him working in the airport was not for money. Was because he wanted to have some sort of sense of normalcy.
1: Yeah, some grounding and some yeah, a yeah. regular life. So yeah,
0: so that does make sense to me. But also, why? I just why is this so fascinating to me? It's
1: I, I I it seems genuine, honest, nice and good. Um, you know, like you like the, they show like um undercover boss Mm -hmm. is i think one of the maybe the most vile things you could put on television okay um i I think it's offensive and disgusting and uh it's a mockery of people that do work for a living and you're supposed to like relate to some asshole at the top of the you know the scheme here and then dusty just is like you should just be working that's i don't yeah like you just ought to be doing it. It's, it's good for your soul to keep busy and have a, a purpose.
0: But at the exact same time, Billy Gibbons is going to the UK and like helping form UK punk. And yeah. to me, that seems more what Dusty should have been doing once. Cause at this point he's been a touring musician for like a decade. And D- Dusty is doing the, Dusty's doing like the first level of, I'm trying to make it as a performer. And, Billy's checking off all the stereotype boxes where, like, I'm trying to find a new religion. I want to find a new sound. That's the normal trajectory or what Frank Beard is doing at the exact same time, which is rehab. Like, th- those are the things that make sense to me. That's another reason why I'm like, Dusty, is that the weirdest thing ever about any band? <laughs> bass players are different, I think. <laughs> I think
1: that bass players are are weird people. Uh, they don't need anything special. You know, they don't need the 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 adoration and the glamour. They they just play bass. If you can't tell me that the dude that wrote the baseline to Tush, which is non-existent, <laughs> needs flash in his life.
0: But this is also the same guy that's one third of a group that you said toured with an entire circus of animals. A ro- I should say rodeo. Yeah. A <laughs> rodeo of animals. Yes, yeah,
1: they did. So- and also, like, I was, I, I've, yeah, I've never seen like one of their tours, but they talk, I, I read something about, you know, Dusty talking about being so embarrassed he can't watch Spinal Tap because at one point he got stuck in a tube. <laughs>
0: like,
1: like, for one of their like weird, like, or probably like early 90s tours or something, like, he got yeah. stuck in a tube. <laughs> so he's just a regular dude who's like, I don't want, I don't want to be in a goddamn tube. <laughs>
0: Did this band ever, did you ever play music? Did we ever talk about this?
1: I in high school and in college a little bit, but I was very shitty.
0: Okay. ZZ Top was, to me, the type of band where you hear it and you're like, oh, I could riff on that. I could try to play that. And that's sort of the foundation of the band. The the myth is they played one song together for three hours, and that that was it. This is the band. But it's, to me, all of the best parts about Stoner Rock, but it's not about drugs. It's about fucking.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. The so fucking or yeah, just yeah, like eating uh Mexican food or uh, beer or yeah, but you know what? Or, that yeah, means. mostly like fucking. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's cool. <laughs> they're cool dudes. Also, yeah,
1: they're just very chill dudes.
0: <laughs> also, are they metal? Uh,
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. Like, I guess people can have different definitions, but I don't. I don't really. I wouldn't categorize them. If I was putting on a metal playlist, that would not fit in. I don't think.
0: I think that we need to reconsider them, and maybe they should be considered metal as well as hard rock.
1: What's their metal? What's their metalist?
0: It's not so much the metal. Song. It's what's, just the. We... It, I mean, if we're going to consider Deep Purple, the foundation of metal, and ZZ Top starting around the exact same time, and I'd say the first run of ZZ Top, you can put a lot of that in this in the first run with Sabbath, except it's not as fast. So it's, but it's just as hard. And you're still basically stealing from the blues. Uh, And like you said, cool beards. That is a very
1: metal thing to do is have a big beard.
0: And all of their songs are about metal things, which is consensual sex.
1: They didn't um, write about the devil, though, I don't think. Did they? I don't know if they have any Uh, devil. Jesus
0: went down to Chicago. So that counts. If you're writing about Jesus, you're writing about the devil.
1: I guess those, those are inherently connected.
0: Okay, so ZZ Top is now in the top ten metal bands of all time. All
1: right, yeah, all right, that, that checks out. All right, whatever you say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unrelated question. Did you ever listen to Slipknot? I guess it is a related question.
1: Um, that's that's We're on the path of music. No, I never, I never got into them. That was never um, my thing. They were hot during when I was in high school. Mm-hmm um and i i some friends were into it but it was always like too noisy for me
0: it, i'm with you that being said their, uh one of the founding drummers passed away i don't know if you saw that also this week
1: i did i did see that yeah so
0: Joey jordan's they had two drummers mu- right they had multiple drummers if you count the trash type stuff which i the percussion yeah they had
1: a guy that banged things yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so I feel the exact same way about Slipknot as you, but I feel like my ideal sound is a mixture of Slipknot and ZZ Top when it comes to speed and heaviness. Like, I want stuff a little bit faster and harder than ZZ Top, but the Slipknot stuff is just like too much going on. And like, the sweet spot is Nirvana.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say that's why you're, like, a Queens of the Stone Age fan. Exactly. Like, that's another. Huge Queens. Because, I mean, like, yeah, even Billy played with them for a while.
0: Yeah, and that's, to me, the direct descendant of their sound and their myth and their ethos of, like, we're going to tour forever. I guess the biggest difference is Queens is essentially one dude with a bunch of guys that go in and out, sometimes for five years, sometimes for 20, but it's all, always one dude, where this is, like, Dusty's passing is so sad because they've been together for more than fifty years. Like that's, that's insane.
1: They have to be the longest running like band that people actually know without without, without any lineup changes. I guess you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because you can't be like the Temptations because like that doesn't that doesn't count. The, is there anyone even close?
1: Um, without lineup changes, I can't imagine what would be the next closest. Yeah. And it's got, like, truly, it's got to be a band that's like, you got to chart. Like, no, none of this. I've never heard of you band. Yeah. Qualify, get out of here. Never heard I would qualify. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Dukes of Rhythm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm thinking it's really tough to, yeah, I don't think there is. It's I mean, got
1: to be-, be a trio. I mean that's that's the that's the key to it, right? I no, mean, I mean the, you could be a duo because that's the you can last forever.
0: You could be yeah. a duo, and I'm still I, I'm still drawing a blank here.
1: Um, if you want to count duos, yeah, there's like uh, who's who's a long running duo. No,
0: this I, I don't know. I guess the closest you can say uh, is if you want yeah. to go with original like band members still together at the core, you can say the Stones, but. You still have three fifths of the original stones are in the group. That's impressive, ish.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty dang good. I mean, like you could. We're we're getting. Um, I don't know what we count for bands that have had hiatuses, but like, if you want to think of like Ween as a duo.
0: Yeah, I go that's with been Ween like as a duo. Forty
1: years at this point. That's like been for since the late eighties. You know? Are they
0: still together though?
1: They're on. They're on tour right now. I think.
0: Okay, then there you go. So Ween. Yeah not a lot. There's not a lot.
1: Yeah, no, there's there really isn't a lot. I basically, you know, like Fish is a is a there core, you, go. you know, never never replace a people, never replace a person in the bad guy. Yeah, that's that's been forever.
0: Okay, so Fish has got to be like the A number 1 cuz I think they're a few years more than WeeN. Mm-hmm. Also had a hiatus, yeah, also had sense. a guy go to rehab. I'm assuming no one worked at an airport.
1: It wouldn't surprise me if someone no. from Fish worked at a
0: like bus station. <laughs> Just but for like fun but he tells everyone he plays in Fish.
1: Yeah, it's like the guy with the vacuum. Yeah, Fishman comes out with the vacuum and is like, "You know, I'm in a I'm in a rock and roll band." <laughs>
0: we play a lot you of You play covers, a tune on my yeah. vacuum cleaner? <laughs> you know who actually did play a vacuum cleaner on stage? Uh Fish. <laughs> Eddie Argos from Art Brutes. Okay, yeah, no, you can play anything you want.
1: There's no rules in rock and
0: roll. That's why we have to give this tribute to Joey Jordanson from Slipknot.
1: Yeah, shout out for playing weird drums, uh, playing uh, vacuum cleaners. <laughs> what, are, what are some other weird ones that people do? I've seen, I saw um, Sonic Youth with a drill, you know.
0: Yeah, but that, like a drill a on a guitar a, or a mic drill. drill.
1: Yeah, it was not a Mike's drill. It was just a drill into a like, yeah, into a guitar. Kind Get of out thing. of
0: here. Was that Jim O'Rourke era?
1: Um, I don't recall at all when it was.
0: Okay. <laughs> Honestly, this
1: is... It must have been in the early 2000s.
0: That's Jim O'Rourke era. Yeah. Some of my favorite Sonic Youth records are from that era, and the most disappointing show I've ever seen is Sonic Youth from that era. Uh,
1: I, yeah, again, I don't really remember the show too much
0: that's a band where
1: but like, I've never been the biggest fan anyway I liked them enough but then, oh, man, I've never like I don't like love love them But
0: we like what my band in college like covered Sonic Youth songs like and not Sonic Youth songs not like Teenage Riot like why are we covering stuff from Washing Machine like this is weird like we really like this band
1: that's yeah, an, an odd choice but you gotta go with what you love
0: follow your heart <laughs> you know we just covered Slipknot <laughs> and Sonic the audience be damned <laughs> okay, uh did you see the HBO doc about Woodstock ninety
1: nine? I still haven't seen it yet.
0: Okay. So uh there's one common denominator in Woodstock ninety nine and Lollapalooza 2021, and that's Limp Biscuit is playing both of them at roughly the same level of bill. Uh so in the Lollapalooza poster is like two levels of headliners and then another two lines of people with like larger font and then everybody else. And Limp Biscuit is in that second row. And based on when they played at Woodstock mm-hmm. ninety nine, same level. Now, we've talked about Limp Biscuit before. Knowing what they're doing this weekend, they the headline is sold out Metro last night with a last minute show. Um, they're playing Lollapalooza this weekend, they're back in the news ish due to this HBO doc. Is Limp Biscuit a net positive or a net negative when it comes to the world of music?
1: i would find it very difficult to make a case for positive
0: okay
1: i would i mean like i like a challenge i like a good challenge i would give it a shot i don't know i don't know how i could make the case right now
0: yeah okay okay do you think you could have ever made the case oh no <laughs> No, I don't think so. All right, let's end with this ZZ topic. Like, uh, what? What
1: are you gonna do? Like, yeah, Red Hats are are <laughs> now even. That's even an irrelevant thing that they've contributed to the world.
0: Oh, um, I kind of feel bad for them.
1: Yeah, they're one. they one marker on planet Earth. Got erased. You know.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. Now I'm gonna go back into the net. limb biscuit is a net positive. Why? What's, what's what's well? Fred the net Durst positive? is they barely are on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. And Fred Durst, the few times he has posted it was like pro um, Black Lives Matter, say their names, um, remembrances of George Floyd, not the other Red Hat stuff. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, West Borland normalized wearing as much makeup as you want, and that's fun. He did
1: a full body, yeah, full body makeup.
0: That's fun, right? currently Fred but like versus... what is that that doesn't
1: is that negate uh, you know sexual assault at a concert and burning down a whatever
0: I'm pro burning down but that was the next night <laughs> I'm that's the next night number one that was during the red Head Chili pepper set at Woodstock ninety nine I'm against sexual Fair. assault and stop that's not complicated
1: all right there we go I don't care how many red hats you got <laughs> it's bad it's bad news I don't
0: like it. Uh, Let's end with ZZ Top Uh, What are five of your favorite ZZ Top songs people might not know Or just a different way to Appreciate a song like Legs Do you have any of those? Um,
1: I would say For like songs that maybe People don't know Quite as well go with the 70s era And uh, Like Master of Sparks Is a killer that one's a great It's like kind of weird sounding even I don't know um, for them, it's it doesn't. Wait, it sounds it... less like a boogie woogie thing. You but I know? thought
0: Master of Sparks was like '80s.
1: Um, no, that was like uh, that was on Trace Ombres. That's '72. Oh, okay. Um, and then like honestly, just listen to Trace Ombres. That's the best album. It's so, it, like, not one weak spot on the entire record. Um, and I think that's when they like fully found themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're, like, there's not uh, the like. The hits or the like, the popular ones, they made it through. You know, like even if you go to the older stuff, like just got paid or something, like that's complete banger. I, I, most people know it, you know. But go go to the '80s era for like the horny stuff. Um, the '70s era for like the good, like old old-fashioned like rock and roll music. But like, if you want a list of the horniest ones listen to, I got the six, um, the collision or decision. Uh, woke up with wood, you know. Get those in your in your system.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of El Loco, by the way. Um, not Trace ombres so I apologize.
1: Okay, what's is that a? Uh, That's like the noisy synth even... era. Okay, when they're like like um...
0: when they're playing with like weird on, vocal uh... effects and stuff like that
1: yeah they were like an experimental band they like redefined their entire sound yeah this is the album that has pearl necklace on it yeah disgusting (laughs) truly disgusting dudes
0: (laughs) what a bunch of creeps lovely band Uh, i love them love them joe thank you for doing this thank you this is um
1: anytime i can talk about zz top i'll talk to you again when frank dies
0: you, Me, Them, Everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody.com. Dot com. Our Patreon page is on our About page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, at sign YMTE. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping. Friends and family I'll be keeping. Won't.